Hi guys, welcome to For the Love of Business podcast. Where we host honest conversations with the people behind the businesses you love. We think it's so important now more than ever to highlight what it takes to survive and thrive as an independent business. And highlight what it really takes to do what you love and love what you do. I'm your host, Carolyn. And I'm Cody. And this is For the Love of Business. Well, welcome back, everybody, to For the Love of Business podcast. Hi, Cody. Good afternoon, evening. Yeah, that was about that. Both. It's summer, apparently, yes. now again. October is the new August. We're sitting here at Loveland Kitchen with another one of my neighbors, Lauren from Lombardi's. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so Thank glad you you're for, here. I know. I'm so, just when I thought you couldn't get any cooler, then, <laughs> then one day you're like, I have a podcast. I'm like, okay. I know. So. We've actually both wanted to have you on for a long time. And um, I love our chats anyway. And I feel like we have a special kind of bond because we're neighbors and yes. um, we have jammed each other out of a couple of things. I think maybe you have helped me out more than, I mean, really though, there has been times I've walked over. And was like, do you have any chicken? <laughs> right at the walk-in. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have those great freezers, oh and you've bailed yes. us out. So, oh my yes, a, you get gold stars. Thank you very much. That's what to, neighbors are for. Yeah, yeah. to-go containers, uh, eggs. <laughs> All um, the essentials. <laughs> it, there's covers, bags. Oh, uh, coffee filters. Coffee do you filters? remember that? Yes, I was, like, sweating. Yes, yes. yes. I think you've helped us with some avocados. Oh, good. Uh, it's a two-way <laughs> yeah. street. Yeah, good. Good, I hope. Same. Yes. Anytime. Yes, yes. I, I think we're indebted to you, but you really are a great neighbor, just a great person, great neighbor. So it's fun to have you on and kind of just pick your brain a little bit about the operation that you have with your family there. So let's get into it. I think um, first let's chat about kind of who you are and what you do, because here we kind of talk a little bit about small businesses, but I started to kind of reword that with independent businesses, because you're a great example of how the operation you guys and your family run is not a small operation. You have a lot of moving parts. So chat a little bit about where you guys are and and um, just the Lombardi kind of I don't know. Empire? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it no, feels like that sometimes. I mean, it's I'm, so I'm cool. privy to it just because we've sold you guys for a long time and I can get into that. But um, I know how big, especially, you know, I don't know where our, most of our listeners reside. But if you're out in the North Fork, you, you know, you see Lombardi's Love Lane. But yeah. I know that's like the tip of the iceberg and the <laughs> iceberg is a little further west. So, yeah, go, if you can, just go to like a little bit of the history of the company and, and then your involvement in it. Yeah, of course. Um so it started before my time, uh, 1976. Wow. Um, my dad and his family opened a little tiny pizzeria. And, you know, my grandmother and the whole family w- was in the kitchen working. And um, he actually had met my mom very early on when he came here from Italy. And they always tell me the story that, um, you know, it was just a tiny pizzeria and there was nowhere to wait for a table. And she was the hostess and she would take down people's um, license plate numbers and go outside and knock on their How you know, funny. window when their table was ready. And um, everyone would just wait in their cars. Yeah, everyone would just wait in their cars. And Where was that? That was in Holbrook. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the original? Mm-hmm. You still have that? 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's the Holbrook location. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's Mama Lombardi's. Yeah, Mama Lombardi. Well, it was in a little strip mall across the street. Okay. And then the land across the street became available. So then they bought the land. They're like, I'm going to build a restaurant. And they built a restaurant. Wow. And then, you know, years passed. And um, it was in the 90s. So I was there for that. And we built the um, catering hall next door. There was land. And we built the catering hall. Uh, Villa Lombardi's. Yeah. And, Very well known, too. Yeah, because there great was reputation. Just, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, we had a great following and, you know, people obviously celebrating their special moments, weddings, you know, all the celebrations wanted uh, us to cater. So, um, so yeah, so along came Villa Lombardi's and um, yeah, and then there was a market, the original market was maybe 2000 it opened, Wow, maybe even earlier than that. It was like before, you know grocery stores had olive oils from yeah. Italy even you yeah. know like people came there to find like things that oh my gosh I went to Italy and they had this really special olive oil or there was this you know special flower that they make pizza with that I can't find anywhere else That's so cool. you know and um so yeah so there was that and then there's uh, Lombardi's on the Bay and Patchogue that's another beautiful catering hall right mm-hmm. on the water. And restaurant. They, there's a restaurant and catering. It's beautiful so, there. And then yeah. 2014? Yes. Was it the yes. market? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. People so. still think we're like associated because it was under the same ownership for a little while. And yes. then that closed they still and do. I took People over here. Do. And yeah. And they're like, what time is the market closed? I'm like, I... I think six, but we're, we're not actually the Go same. Go to Google.com. We're also check. not the I same know. business. Um, but it's funny how that kind of stayed over. But so 2014, you guys moved in mm-hmm. to the space where you're at on Love Lane now. Always as another little, almost to you guys, it's like a mini market mm-hmm. to, compared to the rest of your yes. operations, really. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I so I grew up in the restaurant business, basically, and then... Um, I went to school for business at, at Hofstra, but I always knew I wanted to do, you know, something in the culinary world. And then I went to culinary school. What culinary school did you go to? The with? French Culinary oh, Institute. Oh, so awesome. And, um, and yeah, and, and it's funny because I used to drive by the street um, but even before Michael had it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that would be, I, I would love to have a market here one day. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> and then, you um, manifested it. I really... Sometimes I, I did. So cool. <laughs> I did. So and, cool. Um, yeah, and then the space became available, and I knew I wanted to do catering too. You know, I love. Again, I grew up. You know, I was twelve, like folding napkins, getting ready for like the wedding, setting the tables, and. Um, well, if anyone doesn't know you or has hasn't had the opportunity to see the work you do, it it can all the. Things you put out can only be made from someone who truly loves what they do because the amount of love and care and just beauty that comes out of the spreads you put together, it can only come from someone that's like loved it from when they were a little kid. I, yeah, like I, I just, it's, it's in my blood. It's definitely in my blood and just seeing it. And, and, you know, I feel like Italy probably inspires everyone in some way, but I mean, it is part of my life. Like I, I, um, just the Italian way and the abundance and, and the beauty of it all. And, um, you know, I, I did study, um, art history for a semester in Florence and 
It did. It it just was like the every time, every wedding, every event I do when I'm like creating that, I you know, it's like building a still life or yeah. That's so cool. And we're so so lucky for that because it's like just (laughs) so beautiful. Now were you guys in when you moved out here, obviously, you were so in the middle of the North Fork. Did you have a lot of experience out here? Because it's only been, it hasn't even been 10 years, and it feels like you're kind of the go-to, like, you know, just one of the top, I would say, three caterers on the North Fork. That's just kind of the go-to. I mean, for me, I, I it was really just about doing what I love to do, but building relationships, right? I mean, I knew uh, that... I, w- I knew I wanted to cater at the different vineyards, you know, vineyards, farms, everywhere. I, I, yeah. I love every <laughs> everything out here, you know, everything about where we are. Yeah, we're so um, lucky. Yeah. So, I mean, so really, it's just about building, to me, you know, genuine relationships with and collaborating with, um, you know, with all our neighbors here. And I, like, I look at the vineyards that I cater at, and I feel like... Um, it's an extension of the market or it's, it's, I feel like it's my home too. And their guests are, are my guests and I, I want to impress them. I want them to be happy as much as they probably want their guests to be happy. I want to make them even happier. Yeah. So I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like just that genuine, you know, care or down to like the art of hospitality. Yes, right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it is such an Italian thing too, that family and the food and just when you're bringing things to the table, like I, that that's like an amen for me as well. Cause mm-hmm. I grew up that way too. And I get it. Like, it's just, you know, it's not just food. It's not just like a cheese plate. It's just like a gathering. Yeah. And the way you make people feel mm-hmm. is what everyone will remember. Not the type of cheese they ate, not, you know, what it, what it was, but the way, you know, you made them feel. And that's... That's hospitality in a nutshell, for sure. Yeah. I love that. So, you know, I think that that's had something to do with it as far as, you know, I, I get brides that come to me and they're like, oh, we, you know, we went to visit, you know, where we're going to get married. And they all said to call you, you know, <laughs> it's great. Like, okay. That's, you know, that's wonderful. I mean, that makes me so happy. And that's yeah, why that's I a, do what I do. It's a testament to the work you do for sure. But before that, no, there, I mean, we didn't cater out here wow. ever, you know, like wow. that. So how did you, on the map. you went from culinary school and then do you decide to go back to the family business right away? Or did you kind of bounce around and do your own thing? Or? No, it, it all happened, literally, it, it all happened at once. It was like... As things I tend mean, to do. Yeah, I went, I, went to, um, <clears throat> I went to college, I graduated college. Maybe there were a few years where, you know, I was just working at the family business. I was trying to figure out, I knew, you know, I wanted to do something different, but I, w- I wasn't niche. sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and at that point, yeah, you know, I wanted to be do something different, you know, like even maybe do culinary classes. I didn't have an outlet, you know, necessarily like, you know, I'm like, what am I going to do culinary classes at the restaurant? You know, maybe we'll, you know, close early one day or I don't know like when or how, but I knew I wanted to do um, something. But as we all know, every, (laughs) you're always busy, like when, even the market here. So then when this became available, I'm like, oh, I'll do it here. But even here, like I never (laughs) could close early or find a time to you yeah. know, host culinary classes. I know, because then you, yeah, at first, like, <laughs> like, I'm like good on events, paper and then you're like, yeah. Great idea theory. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so after college, you know, <clears throat> I definitely 
was in the working in the family business for I think just a, a, a few years, really not not that wow. long before, you know, 2014 came, and yeah, the space became available and everything kind of just lined up. A lot of people that we interview or that I know that kind of segued from their family business sometimes have that moment where they don't want anything to do with it or they want to do their own thing or they want to prove themselves and or they just have a different path that they're inspired to but it doesn't sound like you were ever like it it always seemed like that was really clear for you like you just loved food you loved entertaining you loved like was that just always not even there was no friction you were just like I'm (laughs) I was like I'm I'm, you know I was definitely like I'm gonna do this and I'm going to do it my way, which is what I'm doing, you know, which is different, definitely a different way than, you know, than I think what my parents had started or, you know, what my, my evolution and a growth on. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm basically a product of, of my environment here, you know, like I'm embracing, you know, everything as far as, you know, the farm, the community we have and the farms, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, uh, I was blessed to grow up in that business and have the hospitality roots for sure. And then I just knew I wanted to be in an environment that embraced everything that was important to me as far as communities. And and just, you know, I know it sounds crazy, but yes, the farming, just like everything here. like All kind of meshed. Yeah, just all meshed together. Can you walk us a little through the decision uh, and maybe conversations that you guys had as a family and business to decide on one, the North Fork, and two, Love Lane. Like, were you ever looking at the South Fork? Are you looking somewhere between Holbrook and here, or just kind of all came together when you found the space? Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, it never really got to that point, really, because I just, I think I just was always coming out here because I loved it. I mean, not that I even live far. I mean, I grew up in Miller Place and yeah. we always came out here. And um, But but basically, yeah, I don't think that, that um, it just it just happened so yeah. great. fast, really. It kind Serendipitous. It's just like, this is what needs to be done. And, and it seems, so obviously you guys have, for those people that you talked about Villa Lombardi's and mm-hmm. you guys did the on-site catering and stuff, but was the off-site catering kind of a new concept for you out here is or to grow it as much as you have and yes what did that yes. God, that is such a different what? beast yes. i didn't know it was so much work yeah. I mean, if oh, people don't know these two words, a pack out, like, oh my God, just logistics pack out. It. Yeah, it's a lot. Because in a catering hall, their guests are coming to you oh, yeah. and you have all your chafing dishes and all your things there. World. But then you are in an open field where there's normally nothing and you create <laughs> like this magic. You better not forget anything. I know. But like, <laughs> but yeah, that's a great question because that's a totally different business. No. No, we didn't. Yeah, I definitely so. have learned a lot over the, you know, it's been 10 years. And so I've learned, I've learned a lot. And, um, you know, there, there's always growing pains. Um, but, you know, it's always behind the scenes. So that's good. The brides have no idea that you forgot <laughs> the oven. Oh, my gosh. It's always, yeah. You probably have some lot. good stories. Yes, I know. I should write a book someday. But. I know. You should. <laughs> But um, but I always remember the important things, you know, their favorite flower that they want tucked in their napkin, or Aww. you know, the dad's favorite beer. <laughs> I have to ask, and I don't know if you're going to have the answer to this question, but this is another thing that if you know 
Lauren, you're totally going to know this question. If you don't, I'll set it up. But you are even keel no matter what is happening. And I have seen you set up like a little sandwich platter tied up with string for like eight people as gracefully as you put together like probably a $500,000 wedding for 300 people that's in the middle of a field in like a snowstorm. And you're like cool as a cucumber totally like not stressed <laughs> you look just as happy and just as under control <laughs> how like just i know you might like please it's though like, just I a mantra I, for it's someone that does superpower <laughs> it's my superpower yeah. it really is you're in the right place it's my superpower i um you know i was like born you know i was born like this i've always <laughs> just been very you know even as you say uh, but like, are I, you I worried think, on the inside yeah of or course. are you there's you know I just feel like there's so much pressure right as a business owner there's so much pressure to impress your clients to keep your team happy just all day pressure 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 and I just feel like the only thing I can control is yeah the the way that I feel and how I make other how basically I feel like it's most important for me to make other people feel comfortable and and not know the stress and the pressure that is happening. I probably need a therapist. <laughs> but I just, okay, you know, so like that's what's important it. to it's me, like, like in the hospitality and in this service business, like that, and that's just what I focus on. Even, you know, if things are stressful or tough, you know, like I just, I don't, I wanna make sure you're, so it's not in the absence of stress. Mm -hmm. You're not unaware of <laughs> the pressures and the things around you and the problems coming at you. But you're just in the moment making a choice <clears throat> that you're just not going to walk around with your hair on fire. You're going to just take it one thing at a time. And yes, you can't control everything. I think that's it. You aptly use the term superpower, it and really I believe is. it really is it, true because it really is. Um, that was something Carol and I talked about a couple of weeks ago. Like that was something I tried to really work on this summer because it's if you don't stay in control and calm that way, then it rubs off on your employees, it rubs off on your customers. Like you know, and you can obviously uh, wedding days and big events are already stressful beasts as they are, and if you walked around yelling and screaming and <laughs> yeah. with your hair Imagine. on fire, like it would just be, you know. Yeah, and people are always looking at you. They're almost looking for you to... To crack or... Be a little yeah. frazzled. Oh yeah. It's true. You know, so, you know, yeah. And and how... Can you tell us a little bit about how you try and keep your employees to, I'm sure, behave and act in that same manner? I'm sure it's not a perfect well, science, but... lead by example. 100%. <laughs> you know, yeah. lead by example. I mean, that's, you know, I learned that from my dad, you know, right? Like, and just working in this business, people have to see, you know, see how you react and, and um, you know, and to just lead by example and be that inspiration, you know, for, for people, you know, inspire people to act a certain way. And oh my, it's so much easier said than done. I and know. You do, do <laughs> it though. You really do like walk that walk. Cause I've seen it and mm. it's really inspirational because sometimes if I could remember that a little bit more, when I feel the heat building up, when you have just things coming at you and then there's always that like one little thing that just could kind of push you over. And I can kind of just like, now I'm better at it, you know, from when I was like 
27 and doing this to yes. now when I'm 39 doing this. It's a very different p- person, but still <laughs> there are hard moments. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I and I'm like, um, sometimes I'm like, okay, okay. All right, let's. Uh, yeah. What let's, can we do? Yeah, and how can you know? Yeah, because what can you do? It's never going <laughs> to help to. But I don't even mean like lose a temper. I don't even no, mean like, no. like being like screaming, yelling. Because like that's, I don't even really know anyone like that. Of course, but like the cool, calm, collectedness is mm-hmm. like next level. It really is like. Zen. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Oh my gosh. And that must just be it. so nice to be in your presence as like a you know when you have this big event going on and you know, the mother of the bride or who out weddings or, I mean, cause those I are such it. important events that you do. And the pressure is really on. It's mm-hmm. the most important day of their lives. They've been planning for years and you're just like there for them. And that must be a drive for it too. Yes. Yes. It's, I mean, it makes me, it's makes it all worthwhile, you know, when the client and the bride or her family is like, oh, I'm so, I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy. Yeah. They probably you know? feel really comfortable. Yeah. Even if I'm not even doing anything, I'm just like standing there. Yeah, like, you're just, just your presence. Just so happy that you're here. And I'm like, okay, that's great. That is so like the right person in the right job, I think is just an example of when you're using your strengths to something that you believe in and something you're passionate about, you get like this. You get this. You get like beautiful Lauren, like <laughs> at this event that just looks like it came out of nowhere. Dropped out of a magazine. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, speaking of that, I mean, that's what I, I always tell people too. Like, I feel like I, um, you know, like every event is like a magazine, like a shoot, like a magazine so cool. shoot that I just want it to look the best it can look. And we know it's not effortless, you know, obviously. So, like, talk a little bit about, like, you do have, like, a process now. You have, like, checklists. You have, like, kind of a sort of way that you make it so that, I mean, I guess at this point in the game. But, I mean, coming from, like, you never did this before 10 years ago. So, you talk a little about how you've gotten to where you are now as far as, I'm sure it's trial and error and experience. But what was your methodology going about that? I mean, it's definitely, you know, it took a long time to get a great team, right? You know, I have a great team and everyone has a strength. Everyone, you know, there's someone that's great at making lists and there's, you know, someone, everyone has their own strengths. And, you know, so I love to obviously play off of that and, and just bring us all together. I mean, these weddings and events are big productions and, you know, so it's really, really about us all just coming together and yeah over the years the lists have gotten longer and you know and yeah but it's a production we start days ahead weeks I mean we're planning sure you know a year but even uh, you know a week before I'm you know stopping at the Again, you know, like I do, I feel like we live in like this story book place. I'm like, I go to the flower farm a, a week before I make to see if how the dahlias are doing. Awesome. Will I have any next week? You know, it's like, <laughs> that's so cool though. I always laugh, like my friends tease me. So, you know, my friends from grade school will be talking and I'll be like, well, you know, Lucy, my farmer friend, and this, you know, Ken, my florist friend, and they're like, you have all these, like, <laughs> all these friends. Sounds like I'm talking about, like, imaginary people, yeah. but I'm like, no, out here, you know. These the, are the vendors. The girl that bakes the bread, and, you know, the it's person amazing. that grows the flowers, but, yeah, for these events, I just feel like I'm good at curating it all, and, like, just making it just all come together, but it's hard work, and, yes, I'm preparing you know, 
like I said, year in advance, month in advance. We could like we just keep prepping for that one day. It's clear to see that you kind of found your niche and lane of passion between the cooking and the creativity and stuff. But and you kind of already spoke on the hospitality nature of really wanting to make sure your clients are happy, fulfilled, and all of their essentially dreams have been realized about these big events. But can you, I mean, you just hit on a little bit with how you've organized a great team. And obviously that didn't happen right when you opened it. But can you talk about what it is you look for in people when you're hiring them? And I'm sure it's, you know, keeping a level head and caring. But I know Carol and I talked a little bit about, it's really just like, it doesn't really matter what you've done. Like as long as you care and give a damn about what you do. Can you talk about how you slowly built that team and that what you look for in in your employees? I mean, it's just about finding um, you know, individuals that are just passionate, really. I mean, I know it's hard to, f- it is hard to find, but like yeah. about really just life, like, yes, they may not be at the market forever. They may want to be a, um, I don't know, an actor, an actress uh, on Wall Street. I don't know, you know, but, but they have to have, you know, a commitment, I think is the biggest thing, like just a commitment to, um, you know, to treat people a certain way and also the openness to learn new things, you know, and be passionate about really just living a true life. And <laughs> I don't know, you know, like authentically living, I guess you would say, like yeah, some type good. of, you know, someone that just it cares about, you know, I think that's a good point do. though. Cause like you talk about this, Carol, like sometimes you just have college kids that are here for two years and some people that stay and try to make a career out of it. Mm-hmm. And, and no matter where you are in life, as long as you actually, care and give a damn and want to work hard that it's going to show through yeah you know and a lot of people at least that come into the market you know are passionate about food and and do want to speak to people that you know just also have an interest it's always nice like one time I do remember writing like a sign outside the window like um you know what did I write it was something like looking for help must love food yeah exactly (laughs) laughing to myself I'm like it's true (laughs) you must love food (laughs) <laughs> That's a good requirement. Yeah. But there's also a little bit of that law of attraction, I think, too, that kind of you get the feeling when you go in there that this is a, you know, this isn't just people showing up and clocking in and clocking out. These are people that care about their like where you source things from because mm-hmm. I remember walking in there once and being super excited about some specialty items that I hadn't seen. Yeah. I did a semester in Rome forever ago now, 20 years ago. Mm. But um I there I was like, "Oh my gosh." You have these little cookies? I love these little cookies. (laughs) And um, it just attracts the people that get excited about those things. And I love what you said about people that just have kind of that they're excited about life because there's that, like, curiosity and hunger. Yeah, it will all come. You know, everything else will come. I can teach them, you know, about pizza or about, you know, the the products we have. But you have to, you know, want to learn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can't teach them. You know, like. only teach them so much about caring or yeah. like that yeah. excitement to want to learn. Yeah. And I mean, I also love, I'm sure it comes up on your podcast, but promoting within, you know, sure. and seeing someone grow. I mean, that means the world to me. And I do have, you know, I have a girl that started as a cashier and now, you know, she's a manager and it is, so, you know, you're so proud, right? Yeah, I am. And you should be, but you know, that's, that's what it's all about. So it is nice to mentor people that way too, because sometimes they don't know they what they want and then they see someone doing something that they love and so much of 
the culture sometimes, I mean, maybe it's changing, I think now, but you know, there's like that grind and like, people are like, oh, when I retire and it's like, no, like you don't have to hate what you do. Like you really shouldn't actually, maybe you're not like incredibly passionate about it, but you like what it affords you or you like what it means. And they're, you know, people work for all different reasons, their family, their drive is all determined differently, but I think when you're watching someone who really truly loves what they do, it can just be like, well, I want that. Like, I want to show up to work and be proud of what I do. So I'm sure that you've inspired people that have worked with you to do things they love. Yeah. Sounds like it. (laughs) Sounds like it. Thank you. You inspire me. Oh, stop it. (laughs) But I do. I remember when we were, you know, coming in here and eating lunch while we were building you know oh while God. we were redoing it I was super I was excited so, I was so excited and you were always so welcoming nice and I always say that to everyone's like what's it like you know being on Love Lane and what's it like working on the North Fork and I just I always say welcoming like everyone is so welcoming like you they really are they, they genuinely care about you about your business about you succeeding you know like yeah, yeah, it's I just definitely a test I, for that. I mean, like people so are like rooting for you. Yeah, it's like amazing to have that, and um, I feel really lucky about that. Well, we're lucky to have you too, and the whole North Fork is. And I know, um, you know, like we were saying about the small business and just the operations, and um, we talk a little bit about like the evolution. And you were saying of growing. Is there anything that you really? I know you mentioned like the classes and stuff. Is there anything you really are like wanting to do next? And now you've been doing weddings that you've totally been nailing for ten years. Like, is there something in the back burner that? I mean, not that you're not busy. You have married. You're two. You have two oh kids. How, how old are your kids? They're now? two and four. And all oh, they're so. I love two this girls. Age. Two girls. I was just thinking the other day, actually, when I was driving, like the four-year-old, like. Uh, obviously she's sleeping when I come home, but in the morning when she wakes up, she's like, how was the event? No. Yes. <laughs> she's like, how was the event? Did the bride like her cake? Did oh she like, God. she's like Your asking biggest me critic. These, <laughs> yeah. She's like asking me like, did you remember the basket? Question. Yes. Yes. Did you? Oh, or when I'm packing the, you know, my car, bringing all my like baskets, she's like, oh, you're, you're, you're packing for your event. Oh okay. my gosh. <laughs> that is so it's cute. It's so cute. I do. I love this age. These ages are. Yeah. yeah. So not that you're not busy. Yeah. But that's but an- that's the hardest challenge. That's you know, if you ask me what my challenge has been, yeah. you know, it's not even so much, you know, the market operations, or it's really the the work life balance. Mm. I've come to. Con- I, <laughs> I don't. I don't challenge. think it's like actually a thing. Like I think it's an illusion. Yeah. I think you just kind of like take it each day and. Just you sometimes, the, and also with the seasons, I think too, because mm-hmm. the, there's a wedding season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's basically done. So then it's our slow season. But then there's the pressure, right? Like, oh, slow season. How are we going to keep everyone busy? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then the winter goes fast too. Every, every season goes fast. I know. It just keeps going fast. <laughs> summer too. again before we know it. I know. And, <laughs> I yeah. know. So that and so but, now. Um, so do you have any? any little things that you found that has helped find that balance here and there? I mean, you just, it, it's, well, it's hard because I'm a workaholic, right? And also I, all these events, I'm like, I have to be there. I need to be there. I need to be at every event. Are you? So are you I at mean, every event? Pretty wow. much, wow. you know, the weddings. Yes. Yes. So, um, 
So really, I, sometimes I say no. Yeah. I say no maybe to something. So on I was Sunday, just ask that. so on Sunday, I can you know spend time with my family. But again, I have a great team, and you know I have um, a catering manager now too. So I, I mean, again, it's all just kind of. How has that? process been delegating to the catering manager it's got to be difficult because i'm sure often you are (laughs) the one meeting with the prospective clients and then you know i'm sure there's a party that feels obligated to be there to make sure Mm -hmm. everything is being done up to standards but talk a little bit about the delegation so we had the strengths and now we're talking about some of the things you're not so good at this is good i know i know relinquishing the control it's not easy right (laughs) no i mean but it's about trusting people right and um and uh, just setting, you know, being there to, you know, right? You want to set everyone up to succeed and, and um, you know, so yeah. So it's, but delegating, you know, I mean, you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to do it, but I've, I'm learning. I'm learning. And who do you, who do you lean on for advice in, the, in this kind of stuff? Is it your, your dad, My your family? <laughs> this is to say. <laughs> Friends, family, like yeah, yeah. My husband is, you know, awesome. So I talk to him a lot. That's good. Yeah. It's always nice to have a sounding board of someone who just knows you inside and out and is there to like just hear it out. Mm -hmm. My husband is really helpful with that too, and I'm like so grateful because, you know, he just knows me and strengths and weaknesses and can help me through it. Yes. Yes. Do you have to say, like when you were saying you say no, do you kind of have, not necessarily like a formula of how many weddings you do, but do you kind of have a calendar? And obviously you can't do six weddings on a Saturday. So clearly you have to turn people away. Yeah. I mean, I only like to do one at a time because I, you know, from the moment I first meet them and we have the tasting, you know, like it's all about me being there and, and, you know, being a part of their wedding. Um, And plus it's just, I mean... I mean, that might be, you know, a decision I'll have to make, like, in the future. Like, yeah, like, get another big truck, get another, you know, keep growing, right? Is that, you know, Well, maybe not, we you know? Well, maybe not. It's a good owner. question. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm happy with what I do. And so I'm, sometimes I'm, more isn't necessarily yeah. better. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. So that being said, it's also just, you know, being capable. Like, I can't do a wedding in Montauk, you know, for 200 people and a wedding you know, down the road here at a vineyard on the same day, you know, for 200 people, but nor do I want to, because I'm so, you know, I'm passionate about it, what, what I do. And also for me, it's personal. Like, I feel like this is my business. This is my name. Like, I'm not going to let you down. Your brand, your (laughs) reputation as a standard that you've built it up to. I'm going to do everything I can to just excel and make sure that you have the best event you can have. And so, yeah. So I do say, you know, so it's first come, first serve. No. Yeah. That's great, though, because <laughs> then you can and, you know, you don't over completely overbook yourself then. And it don't, and even say, okay, so one event, a Saturday in the summer for a wedding. And then even then, like, you're still getting home when your kids are sleeping mm-hmm. and you're still, like, you know, oh, yeah. working all the time. Yeah. So then, you know, Sunday's family day. So, so you definitely have to build the balance, you know, you have to make it happen, (laughs) but it takes a lot of work, but it's necessary. And because it just keeps going, you know, like it's, you're never, this is it. Like we've arrived. 
this yeah. is our life. <laughs> you know, sometimes I find myself being like, oh, I just need to get through yes. the summer and then I just need to get through the winter. And it's like, well, you can't just be getting through. This yeah. is like, you know, this is it. <laughs> so it's like, this is, it's always busy. It's always a lot of pressure. But at the same time, as you get more comfortable with it and you get better at kind of, I don't know if it's really balanced or if you just kind of get used to it. Yeah. But there's, it's is, a challenge. It's that I would say it's, you know, it's the biggest challenge to balance, to, you know, to learn how to balance it. How do you, for a brand and a family name that's been around for like 40, over 40 years now, for a long time, multiple locations, how do you guys keep trying to not rest on your laurels and like keep a fresh perspective and that you're not, not that you need to change anything drastically, but just kind of constantly reevaluate the direction you're going and if you want to keep going that way? That's a good question. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it just, yeah, uh, it's impressive to me that, you know, you guys have, you have the wheelhouse of on the Bay and Villa and Mama and all those places up the Island. And I know how, yeah, like I said, I know what those things are. They do some serious business, but then to come out here and just get into the catering business is <laughs> a pretty impressive for it. And then to do it successfully too, because plenty of people try and, yeah. and fail. Yeah. But well, it's a big commitment. And I, you know, I think that, you know, I'm the example of, of yes, like you can't, you, you do have to change, you know, with the times and just like, I, you know, I gravitated out here cause I mean, I just, I love the weddings that are different and everyone, you know, every wedding is unique, every going to a different location, you know, I'm not, I'm not at the venue, you know, I'm not tied to the venue. So that was the difference, you know, I, right. I wanted to come out here. But, but also, you know, the other businesses, it's about, ironically, it's like the opposite. It's about tradition. It's about, you know, that, well, the quality that, you know, my family built the reputation upon is just about, you know, keeping that strong, the tradition, the quality, you know, like not trying to reinvent, you know, Villa Lombardi's is Villa Lombardi's, <laughs> you know, it's a beautiful yeah. Italian villa. Like you, you just have to do what you do best. And, um, you know, people come to you like they, I, I mean, they cater weddings and then the, you know, it's like they get married, they have kids, their kids get married there now at that, at this That's point, so cool. you know, and, um, also I, I always think about, again going back to like the whole italian love affair like we're lucky that even out here like all my weddings now they want like aperol spritz welcomes you know espresso martinis gelato yep. <laughs> pass around like everyone loves you know italian food italian. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah. you know that's always that's always a plus for you know being in in that business <laughs> there but um you know the love affair with italy right um but but yeah, it's definitely, you know, a challenge. Like you, you do, you have to stay current, obviously, in the, in uh, the wedding industry, you know, the brides. <laughs> How do you lot. find inspiration for kind of the up and coming lists there? Like, do you do some traveling? <laughs> do you do your own research? Are you like, where, how do you stay kind of on the trends? Because there are so many, you know, there was like that whole cupcake wedding trend. And then <laughs> yes. there's the like signature cocktail trend and the after party thing is like a big thing now yes, and it's yes, just yes I know I mean for me I I just I, I mean what has worked for me is just doing what I love and 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 really um 
I don't know, almost setting an example, uh, setting the trend, right? Yeah, <laughs> you awesome. know, like I just feel like, um, you know, when I see things like I always get inspiration from different sources from, uh, I know it's probably silly to say, but even like social media sometimes, sure. like I'll, I don't even know how, like all of a sudden, like a beautiful photo of like this tomato plant in Italy, like on a farm will just come up on my feed, you know? And, but it's those photos that, you know, that inspiration just really drives me. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. I definitely don't, I, I just try to continue doing what I love and creating the things that I see in my mind that I want to create at a wedding. And, um, and hopefully everyone loves it. Not so much, you know, trying to recreate the the cupcake tower yeah. or, or you know the don't you know the, the those different yeah. things. It sounds and like I think that's my brides like they find me. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, I I, I love what you do. I, I follow your work, and you know, that's what happens. It sounds like you found a really nice like position of the traditional things that everyone loves, you know, like those Italian meats and cheeses and the beautiful boards and some things that are just always going to be timeless Mm -hmm. because the quality is there alongside your own. It doesn't look like you're kind of looking left and looking right, like comparing and trying to keep up. Like you're just, it's so from within, like it just feels so. It's culinary storytelling. (laughs) Great way to put it. I love it. That's me. It That's, just feels so, like, um, yeah. organic, you know? Yes. Like, you're just like, oh, this is pretty. I'm going to put this here. And, and then it just is, like, a beautiful spread. It's just, it's very cool to see that kind of what you were just asking Cody about. Like, how do you keep re- kind of reinventing yeah. this? By, but you have, like, the traditional things, like you said, from what you grew up with, with your parents and, like, mm-hmm. you know, inspiration and influence. Yes. And then your own, like, your own backdrop. Like, you even said it yourself. It's like creating art. And that's just how you approach it. I think I think it was a quote I heard that has stuck with me. I think it's authenticity will outrun all your competition, and it's so true because you're not trying to like yes. look to see what a competitor is doing or this or that. Like, like Carol said, you're staying in your own lane, and like, yeah, you get ideas, and but you're kind of like cross pollinating against your own creativity and ideas and just passion for it that clearly shines through, which is really cool. Well, it also sounds like you hold yourself to a very high standard, just personally. Yes. So you're probably your biggest critic. Yes. And so sometimes that it can be really motivating. I mean, sometimes it could be a little negative too, just holding yourself to constant like, but it doesn't sound like you've gotten to the point where it's been like, you've, it looks like you've, it sounds like you've learned, you've really flourished with it. Like you've used it for good. Yes. (laughs) Motivation for good. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. I always think you know, oh, all right, next time I'm going to do this or I'll do it this. Like, I just, I never stop. Like, I never, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to go home now. That was great. Like, no, it's like, oh, okay. Next time I'm going to bring the whole tree to the, to the, <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Like, like I, tree. I had one, one, one of the girls, one of the team members at the market one day, I'm like, can you go to that farm down the road? I saw that they have a fig tree can you get it? I'm like, is your car big enough to put a big tree in it? And she's like, yeah, I think it is. I think it is. I'm like, okay, can you get that Good. big get tree? Cause I need, I need it. That's awesome. That's great. How fun though. Yes. I yeah. love things like that. You know, like mission, they show up, they're like, I'm on a mission for Lauren Lombardi. Give me the fig tree. Yeah. 
<laughs> she saw it. She needs it. <laughs> yes. oh That's awesome. Gosh. That's awesome. Yes. But it's, no, I, of course. I feel like to be in this culinary world and to cater, I mean, you can't be in a better spot. Like, I literally text you know, my fishmonger, like what's, what's Tyler. Yeah. Tyler. He handles both of you guys actually. Yeah. So cool. I love him, yeah. you know, He's and great. like what's in season, what's happening, like, just to be able to text people, like what, what flowers are available right now? Like what? And they're excited. They're just as excited about it. Too. Yes. They're so excited, you know? So I just, it's amazing. You know, we're so it's, lucky. It's, yeah. it's one of the reasons why we're like loving this podcast too. Cause it's just people that, are able to tell their story and talk about like how fortunate we are here and on the East end. And it really, is like very, I know like someone, like you said, you feel like it's like this picturesque thing. Like when you get up in the morning, birds are just like yeah. doing your hair with ribbon <laughs> yeah. for the morning of your, of like catering. Sorry, wedding. My friends tease me. They tease me all the time. They're like, okay, Lauren, go back to your, yeah, yeah. your, your paradise. Yeah. 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 Like basket of yeah. apples. Yeah. Oh my Lord. I so think funny. that Caroline, I've talked about this before too, especially in this industry you have to love it like you clearly there is stress it is crazy i'm sure the saturday morning of a big wedding is like oh boy is it all is it all going according to plan but like you have to really love it when it's when you're in it because it would show if you don't you know yeah. and it, it's the big takeaway for me is that clearly you do <laughs> and it's, have found something that you're really passionate about oh it's so great. cool though like being like if you know some of the venues, you know, it's Pominock, it's Bedell, it's, well, all of them, Crochot. I yeah, mean, um, what's the one on the bluff? Um, Contra Costa, mm-hmm. I know that you guys have done. And it's like, there's nothing there. I got married there. Did You did oh, get yeah. married mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So beautiful there. And there's just nothing. And then, yeah, you know, all me. these people come together with tents and ovens and cook tents and tables and forks and knives and tablecloths. And then you have Lauren Lombardi and it's like, it really is like, the fairy godmother like waving her wand and it just you create this gorgeous event into from thin air seemingly and it is like you said cody like you have to just be standing there and be like wow we just built this beautiful beautiful event and it's (laughs) funny because i kind of tend not to like nerding out is the wrong word but like attending certain weddings at like where someone like yourself pulls that off it's unless you've seen the other side of it and really know about all the hard work and planning that goes into setting up an event, like Carolyn said, it's like taking a field and turning it into a, a kitchen, a catering hall, bathrooms, everything, you know, mm-hmm. like it is yeah, unbelievable what you guys are able to, to manufacture out of thin air. And then not to just, it's not just like a plain old thing. It's like really thoughtful and care has put into it. And I'm like, do you guys see this? Like, <laughs> like I'll be telling my friends at weddings, like, say that, like, do you understand like all the work that's going on behind the scenes right now? But it is, uh, it is quite amazing what you can pull off. It's impressive. What advice would you have for maybe someone who is in love with food and loves the North Fork and the farms and the fields and they just, or maybe they just love planning weddings or they love just entertaining their friends. Like, Come work for me? Yeah. <laughs> That's actually really good advice. Good answer. <laughs> like get a job yes, doing that first. That's true though. But You're hired. If someone... <laughs> You, you just said every, you love food. You yeah. Love yeah. Okay, go work. For, so if you're <laughs> thinking yeah, about doing that, Lauren. go work just for Lauren for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Take lots of notes and then go start your own. Mm-hmm. But would you have any advice for someone who is looking to do their own catering um, besides shaking your head? <laughs> no, no, don't be scared. Like, yeah, like do it, you know, do it. Just I know that that sounds <laughs> yeah. too easy, but just, you know, get your hands dirty. You have to start somewhere, you know, yeah. and um, and. It will 
it will happen if you, you know, hard work, determination, the passion, if you have all of that, um, then you have a good shot at it. And, um, yeah, just... Yeah, I was going to say, any advice, like, looking back at it 10 years ago now, maybe there's a first event or something that you did that you really, you just kind of said it, like, you had to start somewhere. And I guess that's good advice. We've had to, that's been a recurring theme for us is whether you're ready or not, you kind of just have to take that plunge and do yes. it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and here you are 10 years later, yes. obviously having successfully done it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my husband was reading a book, um... His, his work had given him, have you read Unreasonable Hospitality? No. I will be oh on my gosh. list. So Put it on I your love list. The title. So then he was like, you have to read this. And then, of course, I read it. And it's amazing. It's, um, you know, it's basically just the thought process that, um, you know, that it's all about the way you make people feel. It, it, he, um, he owned 11 Madison Park. Oh, Danny Meyer. Oh, um, no, the new guy. Yes. Oh, Will. the new chef. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, basically just how, like, even the simple things, you know, it's just the way you make people feel at the end. And, um, you know, yes, it's it, true. It seems it so simple, simple but yes. it's not easy. Yes. You know, but yes. it's obviously critical. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, That's great advice. And it is. And, and every day, it, I love what you said, too, about just like next time I'll do this and you're just like always just you have that growth mindset which I think is just such a powerful thing too and it sounds like you're just you're like oh well you just get better then you just get better every day like how what a nice way to be especially when you're just like love it so much so your weddings from 10 years ago to now I mean we're I'm sure they were great but damn they must be like real cool now because it's been a little while since i've been to like an event i know you did dave's wedding it's so like oh my god i still can like picture all those like meat boards we were like it was so it was so good well i love collaborating too like that's what again what's so awesome out here you know like his wedding was you know i did one thing and the pizza truck did another thing you know like those those are that's awesome it's so cool it's really cool I just want to have a party now. <laughs> I know. We should just like we should just yeah. plan something. Well, you always always cater our Christmas party for us, Thank and you. it's really fun because everyone like brings trays and trays and trays of food over, and we set it up in the kitchen, and it's always so good. The staff loves it. I have all like the meat and mm. charcuterie boards on the bar, shrimp, and it's <laughs> so awesome. Spoil them. We have you so much them. fun, and then we move That's all the awesome. furniture out, and we have a dance party. But wow. we, we eat Lombardi's food first. Yeah, it's really fun. I actually should... I'm going to have to crash this Christmas party. No, it's I so know. fun. It's so fun. I know. Sometimes the neighbors come by. Yeah, it's good. If they're still around. Thank you so much. This is so Thank awesome, you. Lauren. Thank you so much yes. for coming. Thank you. That's we, really uh, inspiring. Well, we know where to find you, but tell everybody where we can find you. Website, social media, location, oh, et cetera. Okay. Um, Lombardi's lovelinemarket.com and then on Instagram I know it's all really long right but <laughs> Lombardi's I made Lombardi's lovelin weddings nice you there know you so I could kind of have a separate page yes, for yes 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 and yeah Lombardi's lovelin market very cool thank you so much right for thank you guys town. yeah <laughs> right next door say hi to both of but us but I love what you guys do it means a lot Ditto. to all of the business owners out here and to everyone Ditto, no, yeah, and it. thanks for being a great neighbor. It's really lovely having you next door. I know I sometimes feel like that too, a little fairy. Like I'm like Belle from you Beauty are. and the Beast, like sweeping, and I'm like bonjour, bonjour, <laughs> like talking to everybody as we're cleaning up. It is real. It's real. <laughs> I love it. Behind the scenes. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to tell a friend and rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Get in touch on Instagram at For the Love of Business Podcast. 
Our email is for the love of business podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Cody. And I'm Carolyn. And this was for the love of business. Ooh.